Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher here with Drew Dinsick. Drew is going to hang the Jimmy Butler jersey up there uh, and make the gag about Jimmy Butler being my father, but it has too much. Uh, <laughs> oh, he is my biological father now, but uh, it has too much. We're going to talk NBA tomorrow and get right into it, but it, uh, the pain is too real at the moment. Uh, Rudenholz are in his timeouts. Uh, we're going to talk the NFL draft today because it's tonight. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Let's bring in Vaughn Dalzell. Eric Froton, our uh, NBC Sports colleagues, gentlemen. Great to see you. Looking forward to talking about something that isn't the round ball. Uh, <laughs> let's go straight away into what we're most confident in uh, that happens in the top 10 outside of Bryce Young going one. That seems done. The big news uh, today in terms of the market movement is Will Anderson steaming uh, insanely to go number two. Uh, Eric, what do you make of that, and uh, and what are you most sure about in the top ten? Yeah, sure. Will Anderson uh, really coming hot in that number two marketplace. Him and Tyree Wilson have kind of been the yin and yang of that particular position group all season, and it looks like finally, as we come down the home stretch, Will Anderson is taking the lead, and I, I do agree with that. But when it comes to uh, in the top ten picks, I am convinced. I mean, I just think there is no reason for Arizona to stay at the number three overall selection. They got Kyler Murray. He's not going to be back until maybe halfway through the season. It's kind of a blown year for them in that respect anyways. Uh, Why not grab a little bit of draft capital, bump down, and uh, have one of these teams that are looking for a quarterback – we're hearing a lot of steam about Tennessee. Uh, Diana Rossini, who is a very plugged-in beat writer over there, says the Titans have a QB that they want – and that they are going to do what they need to get it. I think you see Tennessee move up. I think it'll probably be to three if they can get there. You know, if they can, they want to be there. And Arizona should trade down. I I think we have a lot of smoke going in that direction. I think Tennessee minus 180 to take a QB in the marketplace. I think they're trading down. Okay. Fawn, what do you got? Well, one, I wish this show would have been yesterday so I could my Will Anderson predictions would have been looked a lot better with all the steam moving in two. I wish you to let me go for Eric because I kind of agree with the same thing he just said about Arizona. They're going to this is kind of where the draft will be shaken up. If Will Anderson does go indeed number two to Houston, then they really have. And if Will Anderson's the guy that Arizona wants, I should say, then Arizona has the option to trade down and do whatever they want because Paris Johnson's been linked to them the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. His odds have drastically shot down to be the number three overall pick. Uh, so Arizona could be moving back for a tackle because we know they got sacked far too often last year. 
And Jalen Carter has been linked to number five as well. So if Tyree Wilson really isn't the guy for Arizona at number three, they have tons of options. And I love the Tennessee call too because I think they're the clear team that wants to go get a, a quarterback at the top of this draft. So, you know, me playing Will Anderson now may not look as nice, but I do think he's the number two overall pick. And I think that's where D'Amico Ryans wants to start his tenure. And it's just worth noting too, the top four picks in this draft are all new head coaches. So these guys, these picks – uh, all really meaningful to the start of these uh, these tenures for these coaches. Okay. Well, this time yesterday, I was on the Texans are up to some shenanigans island. Uh, I still don't understand what's going on because there were some moments yesterday where a lot of the insiders were very plugged in and they were like, it's Levis or Tyree. And now here we sit 24 hours later and it is definitely Anderson, right? Like this, <laughs> this to me spells a lot of intentional misdirection. I don't think ultimately we entirely know where the Texans are up to, um, but maybe it, literally was the Texans didn't decide until recently and that's why there's so much confidence now but I will I will close with this I'm still my my confidence is shrinking enormously now losing in the NBA is not helping my confidence <laughs> don't get me wrong but my confidence is shrinking enormously and what I think will ultimately happen in this draft um, but I still hold out a meaningful percentage that the Texans are you know playing games to try to get Tennessee to trade up to three and part of that is the common sense of if they are, you know, I don't want to use the word stupid because what do I know about any kind of, you know, realistic uh, quarterback evaluation for guys who have never taken a snap in the NFL. But it seems absolutely absurd to me that the Texans would allow Tennessee to trade up to three and let their other, you know, let their two divisional rivals in Tennessee and Indy take quarterbacks third and fourth and go into a season with either Davis Mills as plan A or the fourth best or fifth best quarterback in the draft as a developmental project. Like to me, taking a defender at two is almost indefensible and should probably cost people jobs down the road. If this doesn't work <laughs> out, like, I mean, maybe none of these guys are worth, you know, actually using top tier draft capital for, and that's fine. If that's the case, I apologize to the Texans front office if they really do pass on quarterback. But to me, it is almost is borderline malpractice to let your division rivals take the second and third best quarterbacks in this class uh, and punt on the season. Uh, and, you know, I would be very concerned if I was in the GM chair and I, this was my plan A. So, you know, we'll, it, we have yet to see how this plays out, but I would not entirely close the door on the Texans finding, uh, you know, finding football Jesus at some point and taking a quarterback with their second overall pick and, you know, ahead of their division rivals. So uh, we shall see. Um Drew, I'll jump in just yeah. like you. Uh, I'm feeling very philosophical today after our Kevin Love <laughs> ended my life last night. Um, so in this new state of uh, of being, I just like the thing that I come back to is that no one no no one has any idea what Houston are doing. And these markets are just fake. Like these are just fake numbers. Will Levis 48 hours ago was like minus 150 to go two. <laughs> now apparently there's no chance whatsoever to go two. Like these markets, they move off of air. They move yeah. off of nothing. Yeah. Do not ex do, do not pencil in Will Anderson uh, to go two. He may well go two, but I don't think anyone has any idea what the Texans are going to do. And I kind of come back to uh, to Daniel Jeremiah's mock last night. And the, the oh. thing that has always made the most sense is that CJ Stroud, who is a top two quarterback prospect, that he would go two to Houston. And there's been a lot of smoke uh, against that in terms of 
him sharing an agent with Deshaun and apparently they don't like him, but apparently anything can happen. So that's always what's made the most sense. So I wouldn't rule that out either. I ultimately think that it just makes too much sense for Stroud to go before Levis because Stroud is better than Levis. Uh, and so I'm kind of holding on to that. But yeah, I have, I have no idea what Houston's going to do with two. And I don't think the market does either. If Will Anderson starts to get into like minus 2,000, then that's when it starts to, <laughs> to feel pretty real. Um, but Vaughn, in terms of first defensive player drafted, I mean, Tyree Wilson was a huge favorite yesterday. Well, he was like minus 150, minus 180. Now he's plus 135. Will Anderson is the favorite. These markets moving around all over the place. Uh, Vaughn, do you think that, do you believe the market on that or, or what's your read there? Yeah, I mean, I think Will Anderson is a difference maker. Like Eric and I covered tons of college football all season long, and Will Anderson was clearly the best defensive player in all of college football. And, you know, there's a lot of time in between the draft and the end of the, the regular season where we have to believe someone else may be a better player than someone else because of reasons with lengths 40 times whatsoever but will anderson i think is clearly the best defensive player and he's going to be the second pick that's why we saw the minus 330 odds it's not the minus 2000 it's getting to but what I, I really wanted to say is do you not think the texans could use that 12th pick to move up and get a quarterback and jump someone as well i mean there's also potential for them to trade back up but there's also i just i just don't see the reason why they would go get a quarterback this early when they have a second pick in my opinion i think the difference between getting a defensive player at the second overall pick like will anderson and moving back to the 12th pick and getting a defensive player is substantially different in this draft yeah um and i, I think it's you can get a quarterback that drops back here, here's my here's my problem there is a bell curve of gm intelligence and the common sense one in the middle is stay where you are to take cj stroud start your rebuild right yep. then there's the one tail on the end where you think you've got somebody figured out and you're you know who your quarterback is going to be and you keep it an absolute secret tell everybody in the universe you're taking a defender so you get your divisional opponent to trade up to three and then take the guy they want right like that's that is if, if that's ultimately what happens here I'm, Hat, hats off like well well played texans like oh my god like that would be that would be a masterful chess move right the other end of the spectrum is literally you had an offer on the table to get upgrade your quarterback position via mac jones and the patriots put them in position to take a, a player that would have prevented your divisional opponents from having him uh and then still have two additional you know kind of blue chippers in 12 and 14 to get like a good defensive player or you know maneuver however you want to get kind of blue chip guys so it's like i i just i'm having a really tough time believing that it's that uh that we live in this world where the texans literally are just going to stand pat and take a defensive player and not in any way shape or form uh, you know, try to prevent their opponents from getting uh, a guy or, you know, the, just in general, like settle for the fifth best quarterback in this class, which, you know, they apparently have done a lot of work on Hendon Hooker, which, okay, good luck, guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, my head is exploding at this point. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we, we get to figure out where the Texans are on the spectrum uh, once, uh, once we see what the number two pick is, I suppose. Indeed. Uh, Eric, let's go a bit further down the board to the number five overall pick. Uh, there's been some movement in this market as well. Jalen Carter is now minus 200. He's been the favorite for a couple of days now, but was more in the even money range. Now, I've heard, I mean, everything from there's no way the Seahawks uh, let Carter go past five, and also there's no way that the Seahawks are going to draft someone like Carter. Uh, it seems like they're going to end up with him, but what do you think, Eric? 
Yeah, gosh, you want to talk about markets that have changed drastically since yesterday. At the time of my publication of my final mock draft, where I go through a pretty thorough market analysis to this point, uh, time of publishing yesterday, 24 hours ago, Jalen Carter was plus 400 juice to go to Seattle in some places, plus 380 to go to Detroit, and plus 165 to go under pick six and a half. That pick six and a half market right now, if you go and take a look, is at minus 380. Good luck finding a bigger market shift at one particular pick than that. Um, so in terms of him going number five overall, that is obviously where the winds are blowing. And frankly, I mean, gosh, I, I, I wish I had been a little bit more vociferous about getting on that minus six and a half at plus 165 yesterday in my column. Uh, because it is, I mean, all the tea leaves are going that way, and it's it's tough to really, it's tough to take a, a position on the over six and a half now at this point on Jalen Carter with those two teams right behind him. I had him mocked to, to Detroit, so I think that he's going five or six. Yep, I think that makes sense. And one other thing before we start talking about tight ends, uh, I think that my theory around, well, a part of my theory around why no one seems to have any idea what is happening in the draft this year outside of, Bryce going one, whereas in previous years, there seemed to be a little bit more certainty. There were temp poles and certain things is I think the betting markets um, after what's happened the past couple of years, limits are just lower. Books aren't taking as big bets on this kind of stuff. And so there's just less kind of solid things to hold on to. And, uh, and obviously the news breakers are an aspect of that too. But I think just with the, the hit that books took on uh, like Trey Lance going three uh, over Mac Jones and the hit that books took on Paolo Bancaro going one, uh, I just don't think it's the same landscape. And that is leading to these prices moving more aggressively than ever before and no one really having any idea um, what's going on. But anyway, uh, we can talk about that. Uh, a reminder to download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster. Get the latest interest updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, first tight end drafted market. This looks like a head-to-head between Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid. Uh, Vaughn, start with you. I think you and Eric are going head-to-head on this one. Who do you like for? 
Yeah, I like Michael Mayer, the favorite, so I may be in trouble here if Eric's on the other side. But I do think he's the complete tight end. There's been a lot of teams that have liked both these guys. Obviously, Kincaid's been a touchdown machine. FCS to Utah, he's had eight or more touchdowns in four out of five years in college football. And uh, Michael Mayer is obviously a bigger name just because playing for Notre Dame, also being a part of the NBC uh, games as well. So, you know, we promote him a lot. But I do think he's a great tight end. There's a lot of landing spots here. Obviously, you know, it may start at 15 to 17. We could say the Jets or Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers, former team and new team. They make they both could use tight end upgrades and weapons. But you look down the list at the Lions, the Bucks, the Chargers, Cowboys, uh, even Bengals or Saints at 20 and 29. There's a lot of landing spots for tight ends to replace guys like Dalton Schultz, um, give guys like Justin Herbert or Derek Carr other weapons or new weapons. Uh, so I'm really looking at a lot of spots for these tight ends to fall and unders potentially on both of these guys. I know Kincaid's been a very hot bet to his under lately. Last I checked, that was around 24 and a half. But I think Meyer is the guy to go first overall. And it's really been uh, set that way for, for the entire month or two this market's been open, that he's been the favorite. So nothing's changed thus far to change my opinion, but uh, maybe Eric does that here. Yeah, what do you got, Eric, here on the other side? Yeah, well, I mean, first off, you look at the marketplace. Mayor is minus 200, as you see on the board there, to go first. So, you know, I'm going a little bit outside the box. But reason-wise, I was at the Combine, and I got to see Darnell Washington and Michael Mayer standing right next to each other. Let me tell you, Darnell Washington is a large man. But with Michael Mayer, he was billed at 6'4", 6'5", 265 for his entire college career. He checks in at 6'3", and 249. 265 and 249 are a couple different realms when it comes to tight ends. Uh, that is a different ball game. I don't think that when you look at him at 6'3", uh, he doesn't catch the ball outside of his frame particularly as well as I'd like to see him. He's kind of boxy. Uh, he, while athletically he's good and he has great ball skills in terms of, you know, his acumen, uh, ability to make contested catches, he isn't the freakish athlete that we kind of thought he might be at Notre Dame. Now you go and you look at Dalton Kincaid, much more of the Travis Kelsey type, you know, more linear as opposed to the, the boxy kind of rocked up frame, but he's longer, you know, he's in that six, five range. He has the ability to stretch outside of his frame and he can stretch the seam too. You know, you see him, he can, Cam Rising was targeting him on those deep seam routes, and he's making some incredible catches. I think that's going to translate better to the NFL. I like Dallas at 26, doing a Dalton for Dalton straight swap right out of Roadhouse. You know, the greatest <laughs> bouncer in the history of cinema, Patrick Swayze, RIP. I want to see Dalton Kincaid out there policing the double deuce in Dallas next year. That checks out. Um, I'm in the uh, under, I'm yeah, I'm in the under two and a half tight end market pretty aggressively. The yeah, cycle. Sure. Um, there's been red medical red flags out there for Darnell Washington. There's been medical questions out there for Kincaid. The fact that Kincaid didn't do any testing, but then also didn't have any official visits is a little weird to me. Um, you know, ultimately he could go in the twenties, I suppose, but I could see both of those guys sliding out of the first round. If for whatever reason, teams just are concerned about the medicals. And then uh, I've heard mayor as, as solid a prospect as he is. I think people are genuinely concerned about his speed at the NFL level. So uh, in, I think even though there is as much talent in the tight end market overall this year, uh, I think there's a little bit too much. People have moved them into the first round, high into the first round on the basis right. of there just isn't a, not a lot of other elite talent. And so that's just sort of what has happened, uh, where I think teams could ultimately have a little bit lower grades on these guys than are expected. So I think under two and a half tight ends is a, is a pretty nice uh, kind of 
uh, decent way to kind of you know pick up nickels in front of a train <laughs> in terms of price, at least at this point. What was yep. the price that you got on that? I played it in the minus 140, minus 180 range, but I think it's in the That's minus beautiful. 200 range now. And, and realistically, it should probably be like minus 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I think that's a great bet. I might okay. have to text, text a friend or two. <laughs> Let's uh, close out with best bets. Vaughn, what's your best bet on the board? Uh, I like Will Anderson to go before Tyree Wilson. Like I said, I think he's the best defensive player available in this draft. I think all indications are pointing towards him going number two. Uh, if he was there at number three for some reason, if if Houston does take a quarterback, I think Will Anderson's a clear guy for number three at Arizona as well. So I feel comfortable taking him over Tyree Wilson or taking him to be the first defensive tr- player drafted. That is Will Anderson. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Yeah, it's a great point on Will Anderson. And as you saw in the first defensive player taken market, he was like minus 330 there. If you kind of shop that around, you can find minus 150 Will Anderson to be taken over Tyree Wilson himself. Forget about the rest of the defensive players. So uh, I would shop that. My favorite bet Hendon Hooker is minus 130 to be selected before Brian Brzee, defensive tackle Clemson. Now, with Brzee, we've seen him, I mean, a real free fall from where he was the, in the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, five-star, number one overall prospect in the 2020 recruiting class. Uh, but you've seen guys like Maisie Smith for Michigan really rising up boards. Kalijah Kansi has an incredible Combine workout runs a four six five at two hundred eighty one pounds. They are comparing him coming out of pit to a Aaron Donald type in terms of penetrator. Uh, he's obviously a factor, and obviously Jalen Carter. So you have three very viable defensive tackles that are currently rated above Brzee. Whereas Hendon Hooker, we're hearing a lot of smoke. I'm seeing him twenty to the Seahawks. I've seen him mocked up to sixteen. I just think with the need for quarterbacks, you're going to see. Hendon Hooker go in the first round, and it's going to be ahead of Brian Brzee. I like that at minus 130. Okay. Yeah, potentially to Houston as well. Maybe that's their quarterback spot, um, trading up from 33 or back from 12, or maybe even at 12. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. You can follow Eric uh, at CFROTON on Twitter and Vaughn at V Money Sports. Good luck with all your bets, guys. Hope it's... Uh, Hope it's not a disaster. Um, the NFL draft <laughs> can be a disaster. Hopefully everything breaks your way, our way, and uh, I will break it all down tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Cool. All right. Drew, let's close out. What's your favorite bet on the board for the draft? Low confidence on everything, Jay. <laughs> everything that's not minus a million, uh, I think, is, is uh, you know, could lose. Um, I... I'm prepared to start swinging away on one prop, and I'll you like your opinion on this. Uh, I'm staring at this Anthony Richardson under four and a half is in the plus 330 range right now. You can get pretty decent liquidity on that. Every time I've bet it, it's been bought back. So somebody's on the other side of this with high confidence that Anthony Richardson is sliding out of the top four. But in the back of my mind, I can't uh, kind of get over the idea that the Colts have him as their plan B if somebody trades ahead of them or if Houston ultimately takes a quarterback. And if both of those things happen, then Anthony Richardson there at four for the Colts is uh, sort of a, a get out of jail spot for playing this under four and a half. So I think there are enough permutations in how the top four break. It's not the most likely surely, but the fact that you can get plus 300 uh, on this, I think is worth the bet. So AR under four and a half plus 330 favorite bet that I could make this moment. Yep, I like that. Uh, my one's not based off any intel. I'm just kind of reading the tea leaves, and I think that CJ Stroud will go before Will Levis. He's still a dog in that head-to-head matchup, particularly if Houston are going to, if they're actually going to take Will Anderson, then I would make CJ Stroud favorite 
over Levis to get taken. Again, that's just that's just gut intuition uh, based on everything that's out there and the fact that CJ Stroud is better than Will Levis. Uh, so I think that he'll get taken before. I, I'll tell you what. It, if there are football gods, then Levis, CJ, and, and Richardson are all going to end up in the AFC South. Yeah. So that we can actually figure out, like, among these guys, who is the right pick. Because yeah. we are going to need to sort this out somewhere. Yeah. I just think that uh, all for the past six months, it's been Bryce and CJ. Three, four weeks ago, CJ chose minus 400 to go first. And it, we were just going to throw all that out the door because Houston's, uh, they don't like uh, CJ Stroud's agent. But if they're not going to take a quarterback anyway, then why is Stroud a dog to Levis when every single person I've spoken to thinks that CJ Stroud is better than Will Levis? The S2 stuff, like that just feels like overblown uh, and I think Stroud will go uh, before Levis ultimately alright tomorrow uh, we're going to talk NBA we'll do a deep dive into everything uh, into the association just me and you Drew uh, we tried to get Mike Budenholzer as a guest but he's uh, he's busy uh, in his backyard looking for his timeouts and uh, tying Eric Spolster's shoes uh, and we'll get into all of that tomorrow we'll get into Celtics Hawks Celtics Hawks still a series Celtics going to oh lose that God. one too Okay. Who knew, Drew, that the uh, the Heat Hawks playing game was going to be a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe that's I, important. Yeah, I can't believe it, man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about all that tomorrow. Uh, thanks again to Eric Froton and Vaughn Dalzell. Good luck, everyone, with your bets on the draft tonight. God be with you. You're going to need him uh, because who knows what is going to happen, but hopefully it breaks well for everyone. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to break it all down. Cheers. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.